Well, hi, welcome to the Kinexus Continuous Improvement Podcast. I'm Mark Graben, a Senior Advisor with Kinexus. We're joined today by Kleena Archambault. She is the Director of Process Improvement at, with one of our customers, UMass Memorial Health. So Kleena, thanks for joining us. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me, Mark. Yeah, well, sure thing. I'm glad you can. Um, there's a lot to, to share and explore today about continuous improvement and your, your idea system and everything that you've been doing these recent years there at UMass Memorial Health. And then, you know, to touch on how Kinexus has supported you uh, more recently. So, um, you know, first off, Plana, can you introduce yourself, you know, tell the audience a little bit about your professional background and, and your path for how you came to start working at UMass Memorial Health? Sure, yeah, I've been here at UMass Memorial Health for six years and uh, started as a senior process improvement specialist, supporting mostly the peri-op areas in the OR, and uh, became director of process improvement a little about a year and a half ago. And I manage a team of 12 black belts and master black belts. Um, we are responsible for uh, lean training, especially at the green and black belt level. Uh, we co-own the idea system here with our HR colleagues. And we support transformation uh, Lean Six Sigma projects uh, for the system. And prior to being here, I worked at the Veterans Health Administration in Boston. And earlier in my career, I was an industrial engineer at Intel. So there are, you know, so I, I'm biased as an industrial engineer myself, that there are transferable skills, uh, both from uh, industrial engineering backgrounds and from lean and related methodologies in, into healthcare, as, as you've seen now in a couple different places. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I um, have always had an interest in uh, medical, uh, started as a biomedical engineer in school, hmm. um, but worked my way into the industrial engineering department at Intel, and that's where I learned lean um, and was thrilled to hear that I could transfer those skills to healthcare. Yeah, I mean, it's an important purpose and mission. Um, and that was true even before all of the uh, disruption and change and um, this this year of the pandemic, this year plus. So uh, yeah. it's great that you have the opportunity to um, contribute to that in different ways. Um, there's a couple follow-up questions. Um, when, when you talk about the belts, do you do that? Is that under a label of Lean Six Sigma or what, what kind of terminology and like what I'm curious, the, the boundaries of the belt training, because that varies from company to organization. Sure. Yeah. Our UMass certification program for green belt and it's a lean green belt and lean black belt program. And then can you talk a little bit about when you talk about um, share a little more about co-owning the idea system with HR and, and the implications of that? Yeah. Yeah, we have great partners in our human resources department um, for lean training and idea system. Um, we see that as a, you know, there there are big culture cultural enablers um, to help uh, prepare our army of problem solvers here at UMass Memorial Health. So our HR colleagues um, kind of manage the white and yellow belt training, um, that acculturation training. Um, white belt is part of our new caregiver orientation. Um, so we we partner on the content design um, and back each other up as needed, but they they own white and yellow and we own green and black. And then with the idea system, it's a, a co-ownership 
Um, mm -hmm. So we're working hand in hand um, with our caregiver experience colleagues within our human resources department um, it, to support idea system generally in the way that we celebrate and recognize caregivers and their innovations um, and in our innovation station deployment specifically. And we recently um, at Kinexus hosted a customer panel discussion that I moderated that included one of your HR colleagues there, Rob Pitney, shared some perspectives. Yeah. And he's relatively new to the health system, he said, uh, just six months. Yes, so. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's uh, been fun welcoming him into the team and uh, helping to onboard him with our, our idea system. Yeah, and you know he, he the, he's got a lot of enthusiasm for the approach from his background and previous experiences um, with lean and continuous improvement. Um, there's one other follow-up question. You know, it's great to hear that you know this white belt training is part of the orientation for all new caregivers. How much time is spent on that as part of orientation? It's about a three-hour training, and um, of course, prior to the pandemic, it was in person um, during that new caregiver orientation week. Um, but we have we modified it last summer so that it can be delivered virtually, um, and we're actually doing it three times a week currently. Um, because we have a goal by the end of fiscal year 22 to have 100% of our caregivers. Um, we started doing it as part of new caregiver orientation, I think about three years ago, um, but we do have a gap to catch up. Of existing employees who've been exactly. around before. Okay. So I'd love to hear more, uh, maybe to bridge to the idea of the goal of having a culture of continuous improvement and engaging every caregiver in improvement. Um, I, I know from your CEO, Dr. Eric Dixon, that he believes in that very strongly mm -hmm. and passionately um, as, as he's worked to build that culture through you and others. Um, so how is that introduced? Maybe we'll frame it in terms of like new employees are coming in. How mm -hmm. is continuous improvement and the idea system framed for them in terms of what it is and what the expectations are for them as a new caregiver? Yeah, so they hear about it coming in right away, even on day one, which isn't, you know, white belt isn't actually in day one, it's it's a couple days later, um, but they hear about it right in right in day one from the, the leaders and the professionals doing, you know, teaching that class. Um, we also teach standards of respect, which are six uh, behaviors that our caregivers came up with over a couple of years. Um, that sort of their behaviors that demonstrate respect, how, how our caregivers feel respected. Um, so they, they're exposed to that during new caregiver orientation as well as white belt. Um, and our white belt really centers around our idea system. Um, we teach waste and value um, and we teach true north um, and alignment. And then we go into the idea system, which um, at its root is A3 thinking. Our idea card is what is the problem you're observing? Why is it happening? And what's your idea to solve it? And I, I love how, you know, you focus on, it sounds like taking this principle of respect, um, you know, in the lean methodology, Toyota has a phrase that, um, you know, it's translated either to mean respect for people or respect for humanity. Mm -hmm. um, that that might seem vague. So I, I, I love hearing about how it sounds like these specific behaviors are more detailed examples and, and can, can you share an example of at least one that supports the idea of engaging people in improvement and how to do that successfully? 
Sure. Yeah. Um, one is listen. Uh, so I think that's uh, can be a really important manager behavior in in uh, you know people put ideas on the idea board and even if the idea that they come up with isn't initially the right idea. Um, the problem is real. And so listening to understand what, what is the problem? Why is that happening? And even if the idea that's initially proposed isn't a good fit for whatever reason, how do they get to a yes there um, by understanding the problem? Yeah. So yeah, working to yes is, you know, that, that's a key principle. You, you guys are really ahead of the curve there at UMass Memorial Health, but when other Kinex's customers ask us for coaching and feedback. And we, we've got some videos online that talk about the behaviors of leaders. Um, working toward yes mm-hmm. is certainly one of those behaviors. Um, I, I, on the topic of listening, you can think of like not being dismissive. I've seen this in other organizations, unfortunately, where someone says there's a problem and, and a leader says, well, no, that's not really a problem. Well, we, we have to listen. We have to respect that right. perspective. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another is be a team player, um, which I think, you know, our idea system isn't something that a manager needs to lead necessarily. Sometimes our, uh, any champion who's on the team um, can be a a leader in the idea system space, even if they don't have the formal authority. Um, So enabling that teamwork behavior. So when, we think of small improvements. What what are some examples that come to mind? Sure. Yeah. Um, one of our clinics, um, the medical assistants were starting to help out with um, telehealth appointments, um, and they were doing that w- along with their other appointments. And so they found it to be a bit disruptive to their workflow to be helping with patients in clinic as well as preparing the telehealth patients. Um, And so one of them uh, proposed the idea to dedicate that workflow. And so they have um, a day that rotates when they are on point for the telehealth appointments. Um, And so that, you know, they proposed that idea to change the the assignment workflow and that was implemented. Um, Another on our um, pediatric unit, they noticed that some parents who were at risk for some you know, precaution or uh, breastfeeding parents who uh, shouldn't maybe be in the cafeteria with the COVID risk, um, but they needed to eat. And so they had the idea and worked with food services to make box lunches available to those parents. Oh. And, and, and I think you know, that, that example there especially typifies the focus on serving the customer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I love how there's this focus um, and, you know, and Rob mentioned this when we did the panel discussion on, you know, looking at a wide range of benefits and what might be surprising to some of like not really focusing on cost savings. Cause like that box lunch wasn't aimed to save money. It was to provide a better experience for visitors to the hospital. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of the ideas are focused on making the work life better, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so another, uh, like many companies, uh, some of our, a lot of our teams have been working remote, and some of them will continue to work remote or, or we're in trials for that. Um, so another idea that came from a, a remote-based team is to update their new employee kind of hiring standard work for their department to include tips for managers and the new employee on how to work effectively remotely. 
and these ideas are mainly evaluated within the team. Like I always like to try to um, yeah. compare and contrast what I think, you know, what you're describing as an idea system is not the type of thing where everything gets shot up the chain to an executive team, that decision-making and the ability to try things out is, is, is kept for the most part at the local team level. Could you share yeah. some of the perspectives on why that is and how that's effective? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's really important. And that's where we get the, you know, the power of the 14,000 people who work here. Um, we have some really great leaders here at UMass Memorial Health, but they mm -hmm. can't do everything. Um, and yeah. so the, yeah. the army of problem solvers of 14,000 people. Um, and it, it's pretty rare, really, that that um, those ideas have to go up the chain. Um, we really try to make it uh, be something that they can do on their own, get them connected to the right resources if needed uh, to remove barriers, but um, enable the teams to solve their own problems. And when, when you talk about identifying um, small problems or small solutions, you, you mentioned earlier um, the A3 thought process or the A3 mm -hmm. format is, is that idea card. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about more electronic stuff in a minute, but when that, you know, that paper card, is, do you think of that as a mini A3 or how, how do you, how do you, how do you frame that? Yeah, we do think about it as a mini A3 um, conceptually. We, we don't call it that. We just call sure. it an idea card, um, but it, it is A3 thinking and, and we reference that in the, the white belt and especially in later trainings when we're sort of making that connection that it's A3 thinking, even though it's just an idea card. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's that structure of, um, if you use terminology around plan, do, study, adjust, or plan, do, check, mm -hmm. act, or whatever kind of iterative test of change type thought process, that, that's, that's a big part of it, right? Yes, for sure. And, th and that's been one of the um, best features of Innovation Station is the ability to complete an idea and then schedule a reminder for we need to check in on this idea and see how it's working. Yeah. I mean, so you talk about those, those reminders and maybe let, let, let's talk a little bit then about use of the Kinexus system. And then we'll, we'll, we'll come back and, and before wrapping up, you know, uh, hear more about how COVID affected your improvement work. Or, or I, I think these issues are probably connected. Um, so let me go back and ask it, I guess, in, in the other order there. Um, kind of walk us through COVID times. You've got cards. Before that, you've got cards. You have physical boards. Yeah. What, yeah. what played out last year? Well, um, most of those cards and physical boards, um, the, the, the practice of huddling around them or of putting cards up, uh, really became very difficult. And in most cases, I, I think stopped. Um, there may be some teams that were able to continue in person, but between the distance uh, restrictions and just the busyness and the stress um, for you know our clinical caregivers who might've met in person and then our other caregivers who were um, working from home, obviously they weren't able to huddle around the whiteboard in the office. Um, so that discipline that that um, those huddles halted in many cases, the innovation didn't halt, um, and we, our caregivers did some amazing things in terms of innovation and coming up with ideas to you know meet the challenge. Um, but getting them captured in the idea system, um, we had some 
teams, a lot of teams actually, who experimented with different ways to do remote idea systems. Um, we had many Trello boards across the organization, um, Google Docs and spreadsheets shared through Zoom or WebEx. Um, so lots of teams moved in that direction. We had a, a small handful of teams, I think, pre-COVID that were doing some of that work virtually. Um, but during COVID, you know, many, many teams started experimenting with that. And then the decision was made to, to look at and then um, become a Kinexus customer. And, and that rollout began very early this year, 2021, correct? Correct, yes. We launched with some pilot teams in late January. Yeah. And um, I, I think in the, the panel discussion we did earlier, Rob said that I, I think some of that rollout, it's a little bit more than halfway in terms of how yeah. many caregivers in the organization have access to the system yet? Yeah, yeah, about halfway, yes. We have our academic medical center goes live on June 1st. So that'll be the, the majority and the rest of our caregivers to go live. Mm -hmm. um, can, can, what, can you share a little bit about like, you know, some of the strategy for deciding where to start, how to progress as, as this spreads as you spread it? Sure. Yeah. We decided pretty early on that we, we needed to do kind of a phased approach, a wave approach um, in order to be able to work with the entity leaders and make sure they were prepared in order to set up the system um, with the, the right locations and um, uh, permissions and all of that. And so we wanted and we wanted to start also with our corporate parent groups that were a lot of them were working at home um, because they you know, they were still working at home, of course, in, in February and many still are today. Um, and so it met a need for them. Um, so we wanted to start there. And, and then we also it kind of it gave us a chance to learn as we go to our you know, largest deployment on June 1st with the medical center. Um, it gave us a, a chance to learn with some smaller groups um, and be prepared for that. So we rolled about every three to four weeks to our next entity. One other thing just to, to come back to, um, you know, I love how you brought up the idea of automating the follow-up, the review of coming back and, and maybe kind of doing an extended study to see if there's a need for an adjust at, at some time frame. Um, our other customer who joined us on that panel is from uh, you know a food products company, mm -hmm. and and they've been a customer for um, 18 months plus. And he talked about that same dynamic of how they use the software. That in the past they would implement something and then it would be forgotten. And I think there's a really helpful discipline of having something remind you to come back and take a look and. Yeah, so you know, the, the one thing that comes to mind is you know, I think you can automate some of that administrative work. Like computer systems are great at setting a clock and six months later, it will notify you. Um, but the software, it doesn't automate problem solving. It's, it's, it's I want to hear your thoughts on how it's, um, it's a communication platform very specific to something like an idea system or innovation station, as you call it. Can you share a little more about that? Sure. Um, yeah, when we were building um, our our version of Kinexus um, with Cade and Taylor, it, it was important to us that we mimicked as much as possible what our current 
idea system was and you know the the card is is the card and innovation station and the board is very similar too um so that it felt familiar to people and and it was and more importantly like it, it is our idea system Mm-hmm. Um, but it has those like that, that level up <laughs> with the, you know, it, it has the reminder afterwards for PDSA. It has uh, task tracking and uh, reminders associated with that. Um, it's transparent. So we made the decision for the system to be um, open to everybody. So any team anywhere in the organization can look at any other team's ideas. Um, and we think that's really important for um, kind of motivating teams and, and sharing as well as being able to recognize and spread ideas. Because Yeah, you've got this opportunity across multiple sites, across units mm-hmm. um, to, to look and see what other people are doing. Um, do, do you, how do you talk through with people the idea of like taking an idea that worked someplace else? And what would you suggest somebody do with that if they see something that catches their interest? Yeah, so we've, we've been talking a little bit. I think we're still working on that in terms of the, the technology piece of it. Um, but we encourage people to uh, steal with pride in terms mm-hmm. of if there if there's an idea that has worked for a similar team um, to understand what about it made it work and think through how it can work in your setting. Um, and to, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to get the the advantages that they have in a much accelerated time frame because they've done some of the work in terms of figuring out how to do it. So what I've seen in other organizations is, you know, there, there's room for balance of uh, there's an opportunity to learn from others. And sometimes, like you said, steal with pride. Some say like Norman Bodak, who trained me on Kaizen would talk about, you know, stealing shamelessly. That's a, that's okay with, you know, within an organization like that. Um, but at the same time, like when we see what somebody else has implemented, that might also spark us to further refine that's right. what was done. That we, we don't have to just copy paste. We can copy and improve or be inspired and say, well, that might not work here, but that really gets us thinking, you know, we've got yeah. that same problem. We want to try something else. Those are some of the connections that you can really start seeing in an organization as, uh, as big as UMass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're we're um, we're experiment. We're learning about the honor roll system in Kinexus and thinking through how to how to turn that on and how to make sure that we're we're pulling those great ideas that can be shared. Um, people can go out and look, but then how do we also kind of highlight ones and recognize teams? So teaching people how to search um, the system and filter and and find things that might be. Um, applicable. That is one of the things that I think that's a, a, a clearly a benefit of an electronic system, giving mm-hmm. that transparency, visibility, searchability, um, or even to do some things to kind of automate the sharing of ideas that match certain keywords or department names. Yeah, yeah. There, there's um, one, one of, I guess, maybe final question. Um, I know you're still relatively new as a customer, but what are your thoughts or what have you done so far in terms of using Kinexus? to help tabulate statistics, everything from like the number of improvements, participation mm-hmm. rates, time to completion, other, other measures. What, what are you thinking about or doing already in that regard? Yeah, so we, we have, um, we do appreciate those benefits of, of Kinexus and we've built a couple reporting dashboards 
Um, we've always measured our ideas. Um, since 2014, we've implemented about 90,000 ideas at UMass Memorial Health. Um, so certainly one of one of the activities that Rob actually is working on is putting all those historical ideas in there. Um, mm, we would want to be wow. able to, in innovation station, see that odometer turn over to 100,000. <laughs> um, so we got to get them all in before that happens. <laughs> and um, yeah, so what we've built on our dashboards is is the number of ideas um, by month. Um, we can see it by entity and by area. Um, we've got some of the um, metrics in there around engagement in the system, the percent of people who have logged on, who have used the system. Um, I like the participation donut in particular, uh, because even for caregivers who haven't logged on, of course, you know, we encourage everybody to log on and everybody has an account and they can log on and, and see everything. Um, but even if they don't, if they're participating in the idea system from the perspective of they're a contributor to an idea, they own an idea um, and someone else scribed it for them, perhaps um, they will still show up in the participation. Um, so we like that metric. Um, we are also doing adoption scorecards specific to the deployment where we're looking at are, is everyone assigned to the team, right? Does everyone have a team? Um, is we have some features on the, the idea board that teams can customize. And so we, we look to see, did the team customize those sections and has the team submitted at least their first idea? Um, and so that gives us kind of a, a checkbox, a, a checklist for every team. And we send a roll up to the leaders so that they can uh, help encourage their, their managers and their teams to participate. Well, it's exciting to hear about the progress. Um, you have such an improvement history that does sound like a daunting task of uh, getting that history put into the system. But I think that creates a number of benefits to, um, to do that. Um, yeah. That would be worth that effort of uh, that, that data entry. But um, Clayna, I really um, appreciate you sharing, you know, both some of the, you know, kind of the broader perspective of um, continuous improvement at UMass Memorial Health and some of the detail about how this works and, and how Kinexus has become um, a part of that. I mean, is there any, I, I guess I'd like to turn it to you maybe as a final word, is, is there any, um, other thought that you'd like to share as we wrap up? Is there something you wish I would have asked you about this work and the progress? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> so I would say that our, our leadership has really been very important in, um, in the deployment and in the idea system in general. Um, so our, our executive leaders have, have done a great job of sharing the vision and, and, explaining that this is how our idea system will be moving forward and, and setting those expectations um, in a very you know positive and, and exciting way. Um, so we're grateful for that as the people deploying the system. Um, and it makes a big difference in terms of the culture as well. Um, so that's it. We've, um, yeah, we've been grateful to Kinexus's uh, uh, customer service and partnership with us in this deployment as well. That's great to hear. We have uh, a great team here at Kinexus, and we're real. I'm I'm really like, personally very happy that that um, you've all become a customer of um, Kinexus. I really appreciate what 
um, UMass Memorial Health has been doing here in recent years. Um, so again, our guest has been Kleena Archambeau. She is the Director of Process Improvement at UMass Memorial Health. Kleena, thanks again. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for listening. To learn more about Kinexus, the company, our software, and our team, you can go to www.kinexus.com. That's K-A-I-N-E-X-U-S.com.